Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Flirty Thoughts with Choco, the podcast where I take some time to appreciate the characters that bring some of our favorite manga, light novel, anime, and video game stories to life. Welcome back, everyone! Last time you were here, I talked about one of my favorite sweethearts, Mihashi Rin. He was a character I kind of related to a lot. This time, we're looking at a character from another franchise that we haven't had on the podcast yet. It's another one I haven't finished, although to my understanding, the manga is finished. It's a world-traveling adventure that just might learn you something with the first anime op graced, by Burnout Syndrome, a fave surely by those who have watched a certain volleyball anime. This character is strong, resourceful, and not exactly your stereotypical pretty girl. Let's talk Riichi Inagaki and Boichi's Kohaku from Dr. Stone. The overarching story of Dr. Stone is that every human in the world has been turned to stone after some strange flash of light from who knows where. Plants, animals, and a small group of astronauts were unaffected. The astronauts were on a mission when it happened, so when they returned, they basically had to start over from the Stone Age. They had children and did their best to preserve knowledge for whenever someone, specifically an incredibly smart high schooler by the name of Senku, would wake up and get to work rebuilding society with science. And a village made in this new world was Kohaku, the strongest woman warrior. Well, she was the strongest of that village. They live simple lives and know nothing of the intricacies of technology, but for the odd clues left behind by the astronauts, or in this case, their ancestors. Kohaku joins Senku on his journey to reawaken the world. Like most characters in this series, she offers up more questions and solutions, but when she does offer an alternative viewpoint, it is usually helpful. Kohaku is voiced by Felicia Angel in the English dub and Manami Numakura in the original Japanese. The manga series is finished, but the anime is going on to season 3. Okay, so first things first, I can openly admit that I have an aversion to blonde-haired, blue-eyed characters. I pretty much immediately don't like them. Of course, they can redeem themselves, but I just generally don't care for them. They are very cringy to me. This is my podcast. I can say what I want about a fictional character. I am not talking down to nor about the creator nor the character. I'm just saying that this is a very lame combo of visuals to me. Like, it's not... I I just can't. I, I can't. With blonde hair, blue hair. Especially for characters that are supposed to be from Japan. And then they're the only character with those characteristics. In this case, I think not all of the astronauts were from Japan, so it's whatever. In this case, it's excused, but that doesn't make it better for me, personally. Anyhow, we're really here because of my Captain Ovi episode. Go back and check that one out if you haven't, and you'll see the segue here. Just like they disrespected him, Kohaku gets disrespected as well as a strong character. Personally, I don't think calling her a lioness is on the same level as calling Obi a gorilla. Again, I'm black, so these terms hit me a little differently. Kohaku takes heavy offense to Senku calling her a lioness. 
I think this just takes the place of gorilla because she's a woman. But lioness are strong, agile, and the majority of the work in a pride is usually done by them. And they're generally pretty well built and not like fat. They're majestic creatures. I don't really see the issue with it. We want to be a lioness. Strong and independent, but having a man around because we want him. Similar to Kohaku's situation. She decided to go out and reawaken the world with Senku, and I think she kind of liked him too. I haven't finished it, so I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Kohaku's strength and agility are amazing, and I really liked learning new things with her because I, for sure, am learning with her, okay? This manga blew my mind all the time. I got headaches reading it and had to take breaks more often than like any other type of manga I was reading. I really liked it though. Like I like I liked learning. It was interesting learning new things about things that I see every day or you know that I use every day. I like that. People outside of the manga niche think it's a media that's always ridiculous and has big eyes and big boobs and stupid stuff. Those of us in this, of course, not everyone, understand that a lot of topics are covered in manga. You can learn legitimate information from manga. I found a manga about hemorrhoids, and I felt better knowing the information that I learned from it. Like, I generally did. I never really understood what they were before I read that manga. I literally came out more knowledgeable because of this manga on a topic I maybe I didn't need more information on, but I, but I did. I, I got it my curiosity got the best of me like I didn't know it got so bad that you couldn't need surgery I didn't know it could be like a permanent issue for some people it's it's rough out here in the streets and if you have them I'm so sorry and I I hope that um you are able to remedy your situation and if you know if it's something you have to live with for a long time um power to you do your best um somebody out here cares about you because good gracious, I've had, mm-mm, uh-uh, I put all my business out there. But good, good luck, good luck to y'all out there. Dr. Stone is the same way. It's very interesting, educational, and still a great adventure to read. Not gonna lie though, a strong female character is a plus. I do like Kamaku as a character and just a little bit more than I like any of the other women in this series. I think she's like the most tolerable. Fun fact? I wanted to do a Kohaku cosplay at one point, but I couldn't plan out the shoes properly. Who knows, maybe I'll try it again. It's been a while since I went to a convention. I might I might try it again. Okay, our types. Which ones do Kohaku fit into? I definitely want to give her the easy adapter archetype, because she does adapt pretty well, all things considered. For fights and having to work with Sinku's creation process, she is a survivalist in the stone world for sure growing up there. I think Sinku has made her a visionary as well. She is helping to achieve a world she has never seen. And that sounds fantastical to her, but she believes he can do what he says and that she will get to see this amazing world. Well, Kohaku seems to fit at least somewhat into the easy adapter, survivalist, and visionary archetypes. Okay, love them or hate them. Now for the final segment. I don't particularly like her, though she is my preferred female character for this series. She's the most interesting to me in a fight. I like seeing strong female characters handle their own in a fight. 
because sometimes we're still out here doing this damsel in distress thing. Outside of that, like I said, she does kind of feel like me. Despite growing up in a world with all of this technology, I think I relate to her the most in the scenes where things are being built and put together. Her her curiosity, her surprise and astonishment, that, that'd be me. That, that'd be me learning how stuff works. Y'all ever seen that show on the Science Channel? Um, dang, what's it called? Um, How It's Made, I think it's called. How It's Made. That show, I could watch that show all day. I could legit watch that show all day. It's great. It, it, it scratches my little curiosity itch. It really does. All right, that's the end of the show, friends. It's always so short, too. But as always, if you enjoyed the episode, leave me a voice message. Again, from where I can see, voice messages aren't able to be left on Spotify. But we shall see. Hit me up on X, aka Twitter, at ChocoVixie, or Instagram at BlurryThoughtsWithChoco. You can also drop me some suggestions for anime, manga, video games, light novels, or characters that I should check out in those spaces as well. I hope you all have a nice day, evening, or night, whenever you're listening, and I will catch you all later. Bye-bye now.